Welcome to Express Church Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We are a ministry of Arizona Message Ministry, the message to the number two dot US. We are supported financially by HaribouBooks.com. Make sure you go on there, buy some of the books that are there, donate them to your school, donate them to your church, donate them to your library so we can get the message of hope and the message of encouragement out. Enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Express Church Experience coming to you as we try to do most Sundays from Blue Exit Audio. We're so glad that you uh, have taken some time to spend with us either in your home, in your car, on the listening to it on the podcast at your job while you're getting exercise. Uh, Minnesota, now you can get out, walk around the lakes and, and northeast the same. We're just so glad that you've taken some time to be with us. And we ask if you like this uh, message today, the message about collect the power of collective prayer, we ask that you share it with somebody. Not only share your collective prayer, but share this message so we can get out the importance of collective prayer. And also uh, feel free to subscribe to our online channel, our YouTube channel, so you can get notifications of when the Express Church uh, experience has another video, Pod, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, wherever you receive your podcast, you should be able to find the Express Church experience. It's Express Church with Express with the letter X, so you can find it and you can look for it. Uh, Express Church, Reverend Stephen Zachary, in any either YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or wherever you receive your podcast. I always like to ask people to keep a Prayer for Jeff, who continues week after week opening his studio so we can record this half hour message of encouragement and prayer. And at this week, when I am asking you to keep Jeff in your prayers, the, the importance of it was hit, it hit me this week with some other things that were going on that I'm going to talk about. But we need to continue to pray for each other. Pray for those that you know. Pray for those that you don't know. People that you may know in passing. Uh, I, I put a note to pray for the police officer who's passing your car and didn't stop you. Even though you might have been easing a little bit over the speed limit, didn't stop you. So we say a prayer for their safety. Pray for the cashier at the local uh, store. Now that we're able to get back into stores, we should be praying that and be thankful that they are there. Pray for people that you know casually at work, at church, social gatherings, or social organizations. And I was reminded of this as I was going through this last week. I call it another chapter in a series of testimonies, testimonies and a reminder that when God, when life becomes overwhelming, when life gives you troubles, the word of God has the answers. I'm going to say that again. When life is go, it has difficulties and troubles, God has the answer. And we, what we need to understand is as God has the answers, we can get those answers through prayer and we can get those answers by looking at his holy word. And so, so when we go through this message here today, I'm hoping that you'll take a few uh, points from it. Number one, continue to pray. Not only pray for yourself and your circumstance, but pray for anybody else, whether you know them or don't know them, who could be in your similar circumstance. 
the power of collective prayer. The second thing, probably most important in our daily walk is God will give you the answer to any problem, any circumstance, any direction that you want. And as you're trying to find out the answers, I always say, go to God's holy word, the Holy Bible. It has the answer to anything you have. If you say, I don't know the Bible that well, if you know somebody that does, tell them your circumstance, just sit down with them, tell them your circumstance and say, can you point me to a place in the Bible that will, that I can get encouragement and I can get wisdom and I can get direction from. And I know people that say that they uh, just opened the Bible. They were struggling and troubled and just opened the Bible to what they considered just a random page. And the where they opened it was the exact message and the exact words that they needed to hear that day. The Bible has the answers. And I've saved the Bible has the answers because Jesus is the answer. The Bible has the answer, the word of God and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. The word of God has the answers because Jesus is the answer. I like the, how the song says Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him, there is no other. Jesus is the way. If you have some questions in the corner of your mind, I don't know if I'm talking to you today through this song, this psalm is Jesus is the is the way if you have some questions in the corner of your mind and traces of discouragement and pieces peace you cannot find reflections of old past that seem to face you every day there's one thing i know for sure jesus is the way and i'm hoping that you you take hold of that today as if you're struggling if you know somebody who's struggling Make sure you send the message to them. Jesus is the answer for the world today. And not only should you look for answers to your concerns to and find wisdom to what's going on at all times, you should also pray for others. Pray for those who are in your similar situation. If you're sick, my mother always said, but for the grace of God goes you. And my mother always reminded me that no matter how bad things are going for you, somebody else has it worse. So we should always be praying for that person, praying for the people that have your illness, pray for the people that have your financial trouble, pay for, pray, pray for the people who have relationship, family, children, parental problems, pray for the people who have work problems. If you have work problems, you know that there's millions of other people in the same struggle that you're in. And so we need to then continue to pray. Therefore, James says, therefore, in James chapter five, verse 16, James chapter five, verse 16 says, therefore, as we are praying, confess your sins to each other, pray for each other so that you may be healed. I want, to hear, want you to understand what God's word says. Pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayers of the righteous is powerful and effective. The prayers of the righteous are powerful and effective. And that's why this message today is the power of collective prayer. And it really came to me when we start talking about this collective prayer, 
I like the Express Church experience for that. People tuning in to, to podcasts. We don't know who tunes in. You don't know who tunes in. Somebody might just be listening to it at work. Somebody might turn it on at, at work or their gym or working out collectively and multiple people hearing the message and you sharing it to somebody else and they turn on and listen to it with, with their family and their friends. We don't know, but we what we do know is that the power of collective prayer and when we come together and pray for each other and pray for our families and pray for our cities and our states and our nation and the world and we just ask God's power, his healing power, his grace to come down and touch us. We know that the power of collective prayer causes healing and when we talk about healing, we say it may not change your physical circumstances. You still might have the pain that you had physically before, but the power of collective prayer is designed to heal your soul. It's designed to give you peace of mind. It's designed to say in, in all things, if you are distressed, it is for, if, if we are distressed, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it the right way in 2 Corinthians 1 through 6. 2 Corinthians 1, 1 and 6 says, if we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same suffering that we have. And so the Apostle Paul, who was struggling at the time, he wrote the second letter and he was thankful for them to be praying collectively for him and their collective prayer and their collective support gave him comfort and peace of the soul. And we need to make sure that we continue to, to be understand that we are bound together. We are bound together in our comfort. When we have comfort, we should be sharing our comfort. We are bound together in trials. And when, when you're in trials and tribulations, you should be praying for somebody else because you know somebody else has it. We are, we are bound in each other's efforts. As people of God, we are bound together to live the life that God has given us, to live life to the fullest, to live life with purpose. And that purpose is to lift others up. That purpose is to share the power, share the love, share the grace, share the mercy, and most importantly, share the glory of God with each other. The power of collective prayer. And that is the benefit. I'm so glad that churches are opening up, people getting back to church. Uh, being able to hug each other, being able to touch each other with holy hands, being able to pray together and gather together. I'm so happy that that's going on. We're going to continue to have the Express Church experience for those people who still want to get a message, but still, for whatever reason, can't get out there, maybe too sick and maybe their child's sick, but they still want to hear that 30 minutes of encouragement. And we're so glad that, that God has blessed us to be able to provide that opportunity so we can still come together as a community. And as we come together in prayer, most of the time I like to find a reading from the Revised Common Lectionary. And I do that so that we at the Express Church, those who tune in can join millions of Christians around the world as they look at, meditate, pray with the same Bible verse. And this week, the Revised Common Lectionary had two options to choose from for the psalm. I chose Psalm 20. I think Psalm 20 is the perfect one to fit the message that we have today, the power of collective prayer. 
Psalm 20 is that psalm, that song of praise, that song of community prayer, that song of intercessory pray, prayers and praise. And so we're going to go to Psalm 20. Psalm 20, and I underlined it, and I'm going to highlight it each time it comes up. May the Lord answer you. That's the first time he said it. When you are in distress, may the name of the Lord God protect you. May he help you from his sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May God remember all the sacrifices you've made and brought to the Lord and your offerings. May he give you the desires of your heart and make your plan succeed. In that one, one part of the verse of part of the song, he continued the psalmist and the people who are collectively praying and, and singing. And I'm hoping that we focus in on Psalm 20. It was all about another person. It wasn't about the person who was singing. He wasn't saying, Lord, give me. He was saying, Lord, help you. And, and then it says, once that happens, once the Lord does all these things for you, we will shout for joy when you are victorious. I want to get excited here. We should just shout for joy right now. I don't know who, when you're listening to this right now, who you're praying for. But I believe that when we have collective prayer, that we know that we can shout for joy because the victory is in the name of Jesus and that victory is going to happen. So right now, I know there's one person I'm praying for. I call him my good friend, Mick Dub, and we're going to be praying for Mick Dub. I'm going to tell you why a little bit later, why we want to pray for him. Want to pray for my brother Thomas, who's going through some trials as well. We pray for both of you, collective prayer, the power. And, we, and as the psalmist says, we will shout for joy when you are victorious and we will lift up the banner in the name of God. May the Lord grant you all your requests because we know the Lord saves his anointing. Oh man, I don't know about you, but I want that to be our testimony. I want that to be our reminder of, of where we understand the power of God. And then what did the psalmist say? How is he starting to end that song? With a verse that we all probably heard about it and heard if you go to church very often, some trust in chariots, and some trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Some trust in chariots and some trust in horses, but we tr trust in the name of the Lord. And this is one of the most Bible uh, quoted Bible verses. I say it always. They go with the battles, not yours. It's the Lord, not by power, not by might, but spirit says the Lord. These verses remind us that God is in control all the time. God gives us a reminder that whatever situation we're in, if we have the power of collective prayer, sooner or later, the victory is going to come. His glory is going to shine and we're going to lift up his banner and everybody's going to know that the victory came in the name of Jesus. Oh, man, I wish Stephen Zachary was pray was was saying this sermon 145 Tuesday morning. 1.45 Tuesday morning, I woke up, couldn't sleep, uh, uh, walking around, went to the back room of my house, and I, and I was trying to just say this verse 
in my mind. Luke chapter 12, verse 25, Luke records Jesus saying something that I needed to know Tuesday morning at 145. Some of you may need to know it today and listen, hear it today. Whom of you, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? I kept reciting this word, this, this verse and it's in the, in the, the struggle and the trials uh, stemmed back to Memorial Day. Uh, when I was heading to the office, I received a message from my bishop and as we were going through, I, I was talking about, he's like, what do you need? I want your health to be good. Is it, what can you, what can I do to help you with your health? And I said, if you can find a good, reliable and honest attorney and paralegal, that would help me health wise. It's a holiday and I'm heading to the office. And then I had to, since I was talking to the bishop and I wanted to say my own prayer and my own praise, but thanking God, I remember when we had so few clients, we didn't know if we were gonna be able to keep the lights on. Now we're so busy, we don't have time to turn the lights off. And then I said, praise God for his overflow of blessings. And this was a very important thing that I said that I didn't even understand. I think the Holy Spirit was just speaking to me and, and I was, it was through, speaking through me and I was uh, saying it to the bishop so that we could have our collective prayer. The sentence I said, and now it is time to share our blessings with someone else. I'm not, and you're, you might be thinking, why is this guy in such a praise and such a uh, thanksgiving to God struggling and up early in the morning, not able to sleep? Now is the time to share it with someone else. The bishop's response to my text was very simple. He said, wonderful heart, my dear brother. So and, and now that I'm looking back on it, I understand how the prayer was going and how the conversation was going. And he was letting me know that um, one man gives freely yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. A generous man will prosper, but he refu who refuses others will himself be refused. People curse the man who hoards grain, but blessings crowns him who is willing to sell. Proverbs 11, 24 to 26. Uh, that's where that came from. One man gives freely, yet gains even more. I'm trying to say, okay, Lord, you have, we, we're trying to give freely. So now we, the prayer collectively is that we should give more. We should, we, but then at the same time, the flow was coming. So I've said it's time to share our blessing with someone else. So we ran an ad for a lawyer. We ran an ad for a paralegal. I, I told my brother when we were talking, on, we have our Saturday conversation. I said, you know what happened, right? He said, yeah, you couldn't find anybody. <laughs> yeah, how am I supposed to share blessings, Lord? How am I supposed to do it if you don't send me somebody? Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, some trust in online uh, ads for employees, but we trust in the name of the Lord. I'm stressing Tuesday, trying to figure out how I'm gonna find somebody to come and work for us. And then Wednesday afternoon, oh, I'm hoping that you're gonna sit down, pause it if you wanna get a drink, 
because the testimony about what happened to us Wednesday afternoon after not sleeping all the way from 1:45 Tuesday afternoon all the I mean yeah, Tuesday Tuesday morning all the way through Tuesday come into it actually it was Tuesday it was I got my time wrong it was Tuesday afternoon Tuesday afternoon so it was 1:45 Tuesday morning 3 p.m. Tuesday afternoon. Get, get a little switched up when we start talking about a.m. A.m. Was, was actually Tuesday morning. I'm glad that I'm getting this clear because the, the testimony will come free, clear and, and why we should re, always be reminded about that the glory of God and a reminder that God is in control and a reminder that God has a plan and that God's plan will always prevail and God's plan is always to prosper us and God's plan is always for us to build up the kingdom of God and God's plan is always so that we lift up his banner and then we shout for joy when victory comes to those who need it. I'm ready to shout for joy. That afternoon, after stressing and not being able to figure out what I was gonna do and my niece kept saying, I need help. She's a, one of the lawyers in our office. I need help, Uncle Steve. So then his lawyer called. Remember I said we're playing, praying collectively for a friend of mine, another lawyer, we call him McDub. McDub said he had a personal crisis that required him to temporarily stop practicing law. He had a personal crisis. He was going through his own trials. Remember what my mom said, no matter how things go, are going for you, there's always somebody else who has problems worse than you. I'm struggling trying to figure out how we can handle the clients that we have. It was easy. I could just shut down and tell people we're no longer taking any clients. That could have resolved my situation, but then I, I didn't want to shut off the blessings that God had. Instead, I want to take those blessings and share with somebody else. But I was concerned about my own troubles. And here I'm finding out that McDub has more sig significant. He has to sit down, take care of his personal problems and temporarily leave the practice of law. Oh, so then he said he was walking around. I want to I want somebody to focus in on this now. If you missed everything else, and I want you to share this testimony at least with one person so that they understand that I'm giving the glory to God of what happened. Tuesday morning, 1.45, I had no idea how we were going to serve and how we we're going to be able to, to continue on to receive the blessings that God have. And, and, we, and we can't find somebody to share with, with them. Three, it was actually 2.50. I, I'm going to keep those dates those times locked in my mind because I had to get on a court call at three o'clock. Mick Dub called at 2.50. I knew something was important because he typically doesn't, he's not one of the people that calls me all the time. And he kept fighting with the assistant saying, I gotta talk to him. And the assistant kept saying, he can't talk to you because he's in court today and he's in court tomorrow and Thursday, he can't even talk to you till Friday. Mick Dub said, I gotta talk to him. And I'm hearing this, this one side of the conversation from my person. Finally, I said, put the person on hold. Who is it? He said, it's McDub. I'm, so I pushed the phone. I'm like, hey, McDub, I can talk to you, but I only got 10 minutes. I got to get on a court call. He said, I have to sit down and need somebody to take care of my clients. He said, I was stressed. I, I didn't know what to do. I wasn't sleeping. And then he said, I was walking around and all of a sudden, and I want somebody to say, all of a sudden. All of a sudden, he said, 
your name came to mind. I'm going to lift up and shout for, for joy at the glory of God. He said, You're, you are the one person I believe would be able to care for my clients while I deal with my personal crisis and my personal dilemma. You, you feel it. I'm hoping you feel it now because you know exactly what a lawyer would say at that time. I said, what's happening to your staff? I didn't, I didn't go talk about what's going on with your life. How do you feel all right? I, I just thought to myself, Lord, I'm looking for two people. All of a sudden, two people became unemployed. All of a sudden, he said that, that, he, that they cried. They knew they were going to lose their job. They loved their boss. They said they were like a family and they, they were sharing in his personal troubles and his personal distress and his personal crisis. So I tell McDub, I'm absorbing your staff. Relief. He said that the hairs on the back of my neck are standing up. I told him that this and, and I'm trying to do all this in a 10 minute call before I get on the court call. I, he knows I'm a minister. I said the Lord was was blessing me and I needed what exactly what you have. So I'm taking your staff. Not only am I taking your staff, I'm taking your clients. Because now that I take your, the, the, the clients that you have, that's going to be the financial resources to pay for your, your staff that then are also going to be able to take the pressure off of us. Oh, I'm hoping that you understand. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord. That's what I think that it teaches us, God, that God had things in motion while McDub was struggling. God had things in motion. While his staff was crying and worrying, God had things in motion while I was walking in the back room trying to figure out at 1:45 in the morning how I was going to support my staff. God had things in, in focus while we were losing our focus on him. Oh, do you hear what I'm saying here today? God had things in control while we were lose, losing focus on him. What we should have been doing, what I should have been doing for McDub, what McDub should have been doing for me, what the members of the Express Church should have been doing for me, what I should be doing for every member of the Express Church is may the Lord answer your prayers when you are in distress. The power of collective prayer comes from Psalm 20. I'm hoping that somebody opens Psalm 20, reads it and starts putting names in where the you, you are, where the you uh oh, now I got my English people going to call me up with Psalm 20. Every time you see you put a name of somebody. If you don't know the name of the, somebody, just say the cashier, say the say the police officer, say the teacher, say the principal. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of God protect you. May he send you help. May he grant you support. May he remember everything that you've done in the name of the Lord and the offerings that you have brought to him. May he give you the desires of your heart, give you the focus of your plan. And may that the, the plan that God puts in your heart 
and puts on your mind, no matter where you are in the valley, no matter where you are in the storm, no matter where you are in distress, no matter where you are in trials, no matter where you are in tribulations, even like Paul and the disciples, no matter even if you're in prison, in prison and whatever is going on, I'm going to talk to my buddy McDub. We don't have to worry about what's good you're going through now. It's just a trial that you're going through to allow God to speak through you, to allow the collective prayer to lift you up, to give healing to you to get I'm gonna add my brother I'm hoping you're listening to this big brother because the same thing is gonna happen to you the power of God is gonna come the collective prayer of everybody who's listening to this is gonna come and we're gonna lift up the name of the Lord when victory comes we're gonna shout we're gonna tell our testimony and then everybody's gonna know that the Lord is in control everybody's gonna know Jesus is the answer for the world today we're gonna all know that it is in the power and in the name of Jesus that the crisis that McDub is going through is going to get washed away. We know the power of collective prayer, the power in the name of Jesus is going to give comfort and peace to my big brother's soul as he goes through his crisis. The power of God in the name of God. We're going to shout for joy today. We don't know what the outcome's going to be, but we're going to shout for joy today because we know that God is in control and God has already declared victory over whatever is going on. Oh, sometimes when I preach, I don't like to just preach in the studio because I want to hear the shouts of the people when we come together and say, Lord, we understand that you are in control. I don't know why Reverend Zach, when he, uh, no, it wasn't Reverend Zach. I'm, I'm going to step out of Reverend Zach. It must have been that lawyer, Stephen Zachary, who was worrying at 1.45 in the morning. I wish Reverend Zach would have take over and said, what does worry, can worry add an hour to your life? The answer to that is no. So why worry? Some trust in, her in, in horses, some trust in chariots, but we trust in the name of the Lord. I want you to keep those two things going on as you're going through your struggle, as you're going through your trials. And remember that as you lift it all to the, to the Lord and you ask everybody who knows you to pray for you, then we, and I'm asking everybody here today to pray for my brother. I want everybody who's listening today to pray for McDub and say, Lord, take whatever is stressing them, take whatever is causing them distress, take whatever is causing them pain, take their personal circumstance, wash it away, and allow your glory to appear before them. That's my prayer for my brother. That's my prayer for McDub. That's my prayer for anybody that needs to hear this prayer today. Lord, I don't know who it is, but I'm lifting up that prayer that, that you bring your power, your glory, your grace, your mercy, so that collectively in prayer, we can pray and let the whole world know that God is in control and Jesus is the answer. That's my prayer That's my and my praise that's going to go out this day in the Express Church experience. I'm hoping that that's the prayer and that's the praise that you have for each other. And I'm hoping that's the praise and that's the prayers that you have for our law firm, Zachary Law, and our, and our church, the Express Church experience, that God's blessing will continue to overflow so that we may share it with others and say that it was because of the glory of God that did it. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. Thank you to all our guests. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Stephen Zachary Minister Gilbert. 
the Arizona Message Ministry on Facebook, and feel free to send me an email to the message2.us or to my private website, stephenzachary.com. Thank you to Haribo Books for supporting us. That's haribobooks.com. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks.